0: We are back today with Kara Walker in part two of this episode talking about finances. If you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, go back and listen to 189, where Kara talks about how to talk to your kids about money. Today, we're continuing on that conversation with money and kids about give, save, spend, and then we are diving in to the topic of Budgeting. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Starr-Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time, and I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you've found the solution. On this podcast, you'll find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ management tips for busy moms and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive, and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. David Allen. That is the quote that is on the cover of the Intentional Abundance Life and Goals Planner. Sister, I believe that you can do all the things successfully. That is all the things that are for you. And in this DIY life planning gold, that is the Intentional Abundance Life and Goals Planner, you have all the tools and resources to make that happen. This is 100 pages of intentional abundance gold. Over 50 thought and belief shifting, purpose building, goal aligning questions to help you find clarity and start living from the core of who God created you to be. There's a variety of daily, weekly and monthly planning tools to choose what works best for you. So it's completely customizable. There's an online member portal with access to training videos, individual downloads, and so much more. Sisters, the Life and Goals Planner is on sale right now in this back to school special where you can get the digital only version. You can use it in GoodNotes or print it out or even open it as a PDF. It is on super sale. So since we're talking about money today, I wanted to make sure you knew that you can get this for like 60 something percent off right now. Don't snooze on it. It's available today at shalomlifeplanner.com. Enter the code digital in the checkout to get that digital only special. And now we will dive back into part two of this episode with Kara Walker. We are talking all about money today and we are kicking this off right where we left off yesterday, talking about give, save, spend. Both to adults and to kids, I encourage anytime you have money to
1: be giving saving spending, even if you only have like $5 you can save, um, even if you can only give a dollar gumball to a kid or something just so like I want to see it as a muscle. Saving muscle, a a giving muscle, or whatever to grow, and so I would imagine. Like I was telling you before, I don't even have kids, and I like daydream about how to teach kids about money because I'm so much a geek around that sort of stuff. Because, like, let's say a kid had five dollars from for their birthday, and like, I mean, if if it's for your birthday, you probably should just spend it. But maybe so. Let let me clarify. They might want to save it. Let's say they work right, and they work, and they got like five dollars for doing some chore for grandma or whatever like ideally like spend it you know save a dollar for when you go to the store next week to get a gumball and also get one for your sister you know it's just like there's just a, a, a an intentionality of give save spend but it doesn't have to always be equal sometimes it can be a third of each sometimes it's only a teeny tiny bit that we're able to save or we're able to give but I just think it keeps like the what do you call it it's like keeps the car oiled I don't know what I'm trying to say like it keeps it keeps the chance I don't know the the line of communication open or something keeps the GPS on even if you know where you're going to just like give save spend a little bit of each and also to like give yourself permission to do all of those because I think all of them glorify God yeah
0: right I love that so how like is there a way to know what our kids are? Like I guess we'd have to give them five dollars and ask them what they want to great. It, or... I I I think it's again questions. I think
1: it's like if you had this money, what would you do with it? And asking them like something small, but then asking them like they might really say something different. They might surprise you if like you had ten dollars versus you had like a million dollars. You know, they might see the gravity of the situation and be like I want to buy a house. So I always have it, you know, like, or they might just want to go all spend it all. And and not to like diss any comment on that, you know, or any way on that. But I think it's like questions. And then I think it's observation. And honestly, I don't know 100% because I don't have kids, but I'm guessing those are good ways. <laughs> Would you say those are good ways? Just right. asking questions, observation, maybe giving them some money um or like a certain amount of money for something and being like you have to give save and spend a little bit in each of these but i'm not going to tell you how much just a little bit of each category and maybe they tend to lean towards one or the other that's probably a good way i just made that up but we'll go with that
0: (laughs) (laughs) perfect i love it and i was actually thinking of like two different things so i was thinking about when it comes to saving um you know, kids can have a piggy bank right there in their room that they can save mm-hmm. money in, but there's also a bank. And so my husband and I, our kids have gotten, like, money from grandma for Christmas or their birthday or whatever, and we've just had, like – um I don't even know if I should say this, cash in the safe. (laughs) And I was Mm -hmm. like, we need to take this to the bank. Nobody knows where you live. It's fine. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You don't know where my key is hidden in my (laughs) passcode. You don't even know where my safe is hidden. No, (laughs) um, Her safe is in Arizona and she is in somewhere else. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But I was thinking, too, we've been talking about we need to go to the bank. And just set up um savings accounts for our kids because mm-hmm. this it's not like this money's just gonna stop. Like people, you know, have have consistently not like, oh, people are just throwing money at us, but like a little bit here and there. I think, you know, one of our kids might have a couple hundred dollars from, you know, and and he's a couple of years old. And so I just wanna have that saving for him because obviously he's not at a point where he's like mature enough to make those decisions wisely and i need to start having these conversations but i was thinking it might be good to take him to the bank to set up the savings account and explain that whole process to him like this is where we're going to save money but then there are times of course grandma has sent money and it's like okay we'll go to the store and you can pick out a toy and you know it's like okay well that toy is out of the budget you know these couple of toys are within the budget or whatever. Um, so I was just thinking like piggy bank or like taking them to the bank to open up like the savings account would would both be really yeah. cool and ways to talk to them about it. Um I was thinking I think about both are great. It depends
1: on the age range, too, but I think both are great because it's great to be able to see it, but it's also great to have savings for the future and like, I don't know, be happy about that,
0: right. I love that. The other thing that I was thinking about was, you know, when we're talking about five dollars or ten dollars. I'm like, I've done this with kids a lot, and if you have a stack of, you know, let's say you have a ten dollar bill and you have four single dollar bills in a stack, the kids always going to go for the four singles, even though they don't they don't know it's six dollars less, yep. right? They know their numbers even, but it looks like more because it's four bills versus mm-hmm. the the 10 right or they probably think a nickel is more than a dime because it's bigger right and that always confused me i was like what this doesn't make any sense (laughs) right why why do they do this to us i love so we used to live in england and the money is actually different sized so like the the uh five dollar bill is smaller than the ten dollar or or you know um pound the the 50 pound is larger than the 10 but smaller than the 100 you know and so it's really cool the way that they do that because it just like logically and aesthetically makes sense <laughs> but America that was. is just different but um I was thinking about if you are going to give your kids multiple dollars even if it's five dollars or ten dollars always give it in singles Not only because their mind can see it as one and one and one and one, but I think that makes it a lot easier for them to say, okay, well, I can save this one and I can give this one and I can spend Mm -hmm. these three or whatever. Separate it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I just thought of that when you were talking about. The, the different save, yeah. spend, give, and just encouraging them to do that each time. And I think this is super helpful for me, not just in the way that I can have these conversations and ask questions to my son and just already start getting him in the mindset of finances, but also for myself. <laughs> because I think when I look at my budget, like I've got it set up that way to save, spend, give, but I don't I don't bring that into like my thought processes and really understand and recognize like this is what I'm doing each and every month each and every week when I sit down and do my budget because I'm like you at this point like I love sitting down and like category categorizing my finances and assigning my transactions to different budget categories and um, I love you doing. see progress it's great. Yeah. And I used to ignore it completely. And especially like the way I was raised, we didn't, we didn't look at, we didn't talk about finances or like anything like that. It was, it was totally different scenario. And so I want to equip my children with an understanding. So I thank you so much for all this like helpful information and tips that you've come and shared with us today. Any last thoughts coming up for you? Well, I love what you
1: just said about enjoying doing your budget, because I think even if people be, are really good savers or really good perspective on things sometimes they still are just so scared of budgets and so that one thing that you mentioned even like around your son being like I'm so excited mom gets to go do her budget and then like they'll grow up being excited to sit down and do their budget like that's a positive thing and then also to give anyone listening who like freak out about budgets um, an analogy I like to call a budget a calendar for your money so if you have your best friend from whatever school grade school high school preschool kindergarten college i don't know how old you are listening but if you have your best friend from 20 years ago you haven't seen in 20 years come into town you're gonna drop laundry and dishes and whatever you're doing and go see that friend like i mean the other stuff can wait if if it can wait of course depends on what it is you know you can't wait on taking your kid to the doctor when they're sick but like if stuff can wait it can wait so like just with a budget yes you budget stuff out but if something changes mid-month and it's enough intentional value to you and you really don't need as much gas money for the month or you really don't need a car wash this month or whatever just change it around a little bit like it's not that you are straight-jacketed into this. It's what Dave Ramsey says, telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. So sometimes, a lot of times, my budget changes mid-month or even by the end of the month, I'm looking at stuff and being like, oh, you know, sometimes I'll make a mistake and I did more on this, so I'll just kind of go less on, on this that I saved. And even if, like, I would say, don't beat yourself up for changing it. Just always make sure you know where it went and it's marked down you know and it can be a calendar it can change your whole month can change and it could be worse or way better than you ever imagined because people came in town or you got a free gift to a concert you know ticket or whatever and you decided not to do yard work who cares yard work will be there next month so I'm just trying (laughs) to give freedom to like a budget being so flexible it's just that it's written down and then also being happy with your kids like mom gets to go pay bills mom gets to go do her budget like at least we have the money for the bills that makes us happy you know just there's such the positivity and not to be toxic positivity like always say everything's good when it's not but if something's I would say this if something's neutral try to be positive about it I guess that's more of the thing because there's a time to you know not just put on the face to your kid all the time but I hope that makes sense yeah. yeah, so all, all everything around budget. Just keep keep at it, and it's low pressure, and don't freak out.
0: <laughs> don't be an overachiever. <laughs> Absolutely, I love that. It's okay to change it around. Just know where it went. Be flexible, but write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I love because I know Dave Ramsey talks about, or maybe it's his daughter Rachel Cruz. When she talks about a budget, she talks about it's going to take you at least three months to figure out what your budget even is. So if you're not in a pattern of budgeting, it's like, okay, well, we budgeted you know, $500 for groceries. And then you go for the first month and you're like, oh my goodness, we spent $1,000 on groceries. It's not to be negative or like beat yourself up. It's just, you didn't have a full picture. And so now you tweak it for the next month and then you're probably going to do better. And then you tweak it for the next month once you figure out what works. And I love that you mentioned about intentional value. And even earlier you were talking about, um, you know, just being really intentional, whether you're spending or giving or saving, like having a good heart intention behind that, because like you said, this guy, he could compulsively be saving. There are people who compulsively give to the point that it puts their family out, right? There are people who compulsively spend any one of those things, if not done intentionally, is also not being a good steward and not being wise. So I love that you've tied so much intentionality into this conversation too, because it's a huge part of what we do here. And it's, a, it's an amazing way to live. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Kara. Um, I know you primarily speak about um, graduating from college debt-free and ways to do that. So for any moms who maybe don't have littles who um, want to learn more about that, you can head over and listen to Kara's podcast. Um, I'll let you share just a tad bit more about that. But you guys, we're probably going to have Kara back on the podcast episode again, talking about that topic specifically about you as an, as an older um, or as a mother of older kids, maybe who are in college or who are about to go to college and and how you can have those conversations with your kids and be a part of that um, big life shift and pivot with them. So yes, tell us where definitely. we can find you, your podcast, all of that fun
1: stuff. And and just a heads up too, I think conversations about college, not, not, like in a pressured way but can even be start to talk about even someone like in middle school because there are scholarships out there Mm -hmm. for middle schoolers up so i just wanted to let everyone know there are opportunities for that too so yeah you can i just funnel everything through my podcast my podcast is called money and mental peace i help students find god's path for college and graduate loan and debt free and then i am on other some other socials kind of sparingly so i have all those details in like the description of the podcast but just podcast is good money and mental peace that's where you can find me and i like i said i don't generally talk about parenting in this situation but i I find myself so enjoying it even when i don't have kids that who knows i might have something like that in the future as i as i grow up as i keep growing up but (laughs) I, i i really enjoyed this thanks
0: awesome well i will definitely drop the link to kara's podcast in the show notes so you guys are able to just go down and click on that and find her and connect thank you so much again kara and i hope that you all have an amazing blessed day Wow! Thanks again, Kara, for all of this talk about money and our kids and budgeting and so much more. If these episodes have blessed you, sisters, share it with a friend. You never know what mom might also be thinking. Hmm, how do I talk to my kids about money? And how do I become a better steward of my finances? lastly, don't forget to visit shalomlifeplanner.com and enter the code DIGITAL in the checkout so you can receive your very own copy of the Life and Goals Planner with huge savings right now.